Alright guys, um, a while ago my friend and I was like, hey, let's make a podcast, and um, we didn't know what we were going to say, so it's been a while to get off the ground, but I thought that like, hey, I have a little bit of free time during lunch, let me just like get in my car and record this first podcast, and we can work from there. So the topic, uh, the main the main factor that we figured out was that we both can't record at the same time. Otherwise, the project would never take off. So I was like, okay, how about we record messages to each other? Like, you know, medieval times, like, their greatest parser, blah, 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 blah. And then we send it, like, messenger pigeons or whatever. We send messages to each other. And then we take those messages and then we, like, edit them. And then we, like, submit them to be, like, public. Like, public messaging, basically. Public voice messages. And so we're like, okay, we can do that. And every now and then we'll get on live and, like, we you know, we'll have, like, we have, like, an audience, like, a big enough audience. We'll get on live and we'll, like, have, like, little tiny talks and everything like that, too. And so they're like, okay, cool. So that's where we're at now. Um, I got to say I was confused because I was trying to use Apple Podcasts to podcast, but it doesn't work like that. So I had to get this app that I'm using right now, an app called Anchor. The app is basically... You get on, you do your recording, you can have background music if you want to, all that fun stuff. I don't have anything background right now because I don't want to get any plagiarism or anything like that. So, um, But my friend makes music, so hopefully uh, I can get some either beats or even a song going on in the background one day. Um, but no, the topic that I really wanted to talk about today was kind of just venting, so... I just really don't understand our parents' generation. Like, I try to, and I try to understand them. As in a simple fact of, like, when I say our parents' generation, I mean, like, people born in, like, 1960 and 1970, and maybe 1980, like, very early 1980, like, that generation, and 1950. Um... Their entire idea of life is different. And it's like, should I even be upset? Or is it just is what it is? And the reason why I ask that is because, like, back then, they didn't have internet. They didn't have cell phones. They um they weren't really connected with the world. It was kind of still like, a, hey, you want to go from point A to point B? Uh, here's a map. You got to look at street signs. Um, like, think that the stuff that we have now wasn't even a thought back then. So I can kind of understand like how the world's changed in their eyes since they were younger. Physically it's changed since they were younger. Um but uh it doesn't really take away from the fact on like their behavior like it ex- it kind of explains their behavior not really but it doesn't excuse it. And by behavior I mean just the simple fact of entitlement like um Oh, I'm older now, so you, everybody below this age has to respect me regardless of what I say or do, or they have to love me regardless of what I say or do, and I think it's more like on the lines of growing up, because I don't like, we don't really know how our grandparents are, per se, because a lot of our grandparents went either senile, uh, died, or they just, like, didn't really talk about growing up or whatever. They would be more into, like, I don't even know. Like, I really can't remember. Um, but our grand that's another thing, too. Like, our grandparents, they were alive for some, like, 
big events too. Like they were alive like way before, like two, like nineteen twenty something, or whatever. Um, nineteen twelve even sometimes. But yeah, like I don't know how their upbringing was because everything back then there was no internet, so and it, like pictures are rare to have from like way back then, unless you have like one of those people who had like a camera and was into filming and stuff like that. But all we know about our parents' generation and like the time before internet is word to mouth, and like everybody knows nowadays that like. You can't always rely on word to mouth, especially when it comes to your family and especially when it comes to, like, your direct parents because they're not going to want to paint a bad image of themselves or want to paint any image of themselves besides the image that they project onto you. I'm the parent. I'm the elder. You're the kid. You respect me regardless. Um, that being said, um, I just don't understand, like, the vibes or whatever. And I always tell my friend, I'm like, I hope, like, when I become older – like, I'm not, like, my parents. And it's, like, it's scary to think about because it's, like, they feel like they don't need to. And they don't have to. They're like, it's a personal opinion. It would make their life way more easier if they did. But, it's like, they all, they can do whatever they want. But they feel like they don't need to adapt to the new social norms or society or just the general population. They feel like they don't need to adapt to it. They feel like... uh I guess they feel like they're still in charge of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say in charge. I would just say like they feel like entitled. They feel like the younger generation should adapt to them. And that's because they grew up. Well, what I'm going to, what I personally believe, and again, this is a personal opinion. It's my podcast. It's whatever. Um, I personally believe that our grandparents were so strict and uh, conservative. Like, okay, this uh, female stay home. They cook, they clean, they babysit, and then the males go out and they work. They go get jobs to help support the family, blah, 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 blah. I feel like that conservatism, they tried to embed inside of our parents. And, like, some of it stuck, yes, and then a lot of it didn't. Like, back then, like, growing up, it was there was family Sunday dinners. There was church every Sunday. They did Bible study every Wednesday. They were, like, like you grew up, like, I don't think not one of my parents' friends that I knew did not grow up without some form of religion, whether it was Buddhism, whether it was Christianity, whether it was Leviathanism, Satanism, or whatever have you. They all grew up with, like, in the church. Like, they, like their family, our grandparents, kept that conservation of religion in them. Um, and then our parents uh, tried to make us grow up. Well, they did make us grow up in a church and um but back then it was kind of a different time too like there was less understanding i feel like there was less like child abuse laws or child laws that protected children so there was no help um really so it's like hey you're going to go to church you're going to have this you're going to have that so it was kind of like forced into them to do this and that and a lot of, and then that on top of so many changes happening in society, like the internet coming out, cell phones coming out, us being able to edit genes, uh, us being able to do like heart transplants and stuff like that, us being able to look inside the human body, like x-rays, us being able to have nukes and stuff like that, um, us being able to manipulate viruses, and just like crazy things that they wouldn't have thought of back then. 
mixed with religion and like the fear of going to hell or the fear of like, oh, this is going to happen in the last days. People are going to get smarter and weaker and stuff like that. I just feel like those two combined is the reason why our parents act the way they, well, our boomers or whatever, that generation acts the way they do and are entitled as to how they are because it's like they feel like they they shouldn't do it. And I, again, no idea. Everybody just talks to their own opinion. But it's just kind of annoying, what I should I say, when, um, like, I'll go to, I'll be out driving or something, or I'll get a phone call and I'll speak to, like, a parent. And they're like, um, hey, yeah, like, I was I went about it. You won't believe what I saw. I was disgusted or I was annoyed or I was upset. And I'm like, oh, what's wrong? And they're like, yeah, I was out on a bus, and there was a group of, like, young kids, and they were out by themselves, and they were being bad. And I'm like, oh, what were they doing? And they're like, oh, it's just the language that they were saying. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, you probably shouldn't swear now. You probably shouldn't swear in public just out of, like, courtesy and respect for people around you who might not swear. And I've thought of stuff like that for a while, but then I started to realize, like, hey, um, one of the funniest things that I noticed was that, like, religious, not all religious people, but majority of, like, Christian, Catholic, like, Orthodox and stuff like that. Um, maybe, no, no, I haven't seen Muslims. Um, definitely haven't seen Buddhism. Uh, I haven't seen Islam do it or anything. <clears throat> but in America, mostly, like, Christians, uh, they'll go out to, like, these crime-ridden areas or these, like, drug-infested areas with, like, crackheads or people who uh, do opioids and stuff like that. And they'll preach to them in public, in a public square, public setting, put down all the stools, start preaching to them, telling them that they're going to go to hell, uh, telling them that, like, hey, yeah, if you don't repent, this is going to happen to you, it's not too late for you. Or sometimes they'll preach, that, like, hey, yeah, uh, if you need help, you can come this way, and you don't have to ever uh, suffer again, because God is love, basically. So those are, the, those are the two kind of texts that they use. It's not always fire and brimstone when they go out there. But that being said, they are still going out there and saying, hey, yeah, they're going out there, and they're, like, I don't want to say forcing, because that sounds, like, really aggressive, but they're going out there, and they are not keeping it to themselves. They're expressing it to the general public. But then, God forbid, somebody uh, who is, like, 14 years old is telling a conversation to their friend, and they're really excited, and they say something like the B word or the F word or whatever. Then it's like, oh, no, no, you can't do that. Like, and then I was like, so it was just kind of that biasism. It's like, okay, so you're out there and you're expressing your religion. You're expressing this and that. But then you get upset when somebody accidentally swears or you get upset if you see somebody, uh, two guys hugging or two guys telling, them, telling each other that they love each other or something like that. Or you guys get upset if you see, um, I wouldn't even know. You guys get upset if you see a kid wearing a clothing that has a skull on it. Or wearing clothing that has, like, uh, the devil, or a backpack that has, like, a devil on it, like a cartoon devil. But then you guys turn around and you guys, like, preach. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword, like a back uh, backslide thing. And that's just what I never really understood about our parents' generation. Like, why do they feel so strongly that they don't have to change? And then that's what it brings me back to is that, like, I don't want to be like that when I get older. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted, I wanted to start making these tapes so I can reflect on them when I do get older. Because I don't know if I'm going to be like that or not. Like, you don't know. Like, you can never say it's never you. Because I'm pretty sure growing up, my parents, like, like right now, 
me, I don't really care for religion. I'm not going to disrespect it, but I don't really care for it. Like, I just know it's not for me. I know Christianity is not for me. That's what I grew up with. Um, I just I just can't comprehend uh, one of the first uh, punishments for man, which is a massive punishment that affects people to this day, was when Adam and Eve ate the fruit, and uh, they obtained knowledge of good and evil, so they got punished for obtaining knowledge. Like, that was, like, our first red flag for me when I was growing up, was like, okay, so they got punished for obtaining knowledge. And whenever, what I started to notice was that whenever you would question the Bible in church or anything, people would get highly offended. And you would probably get, like, a spanking or pop in the mouth or whatever or kicked out. So it's like, okay, so this is just a continuation of getting punished for obtaining knowledge of good and evil. So, um... Then I tried to dabble in other religions, but I just felt like it was just fine to just, like, leave everything alone. Because, like, uh, I don't know. But they, uh, like I said, I respect everybody's own choices of religion and everything. They can do whatever they want. But just don't force your, um, don't force yourself on, or don't get upset if you feel like somebody's forcing their lifestyle or their life choices on you but then turn around and then go ahead and force that on the general public like you have your churches you know you can go there and you know that if people want to get saved they will go to the church but then when they do go to the church they get judged which is another topic but that's for a different story so uh moving on from that i just don't want to be like my parents like, or my grandparents, like, I don't want to be like that, like, ignorant to change and not willing to, like, move towards change. Um, I can't say that it won't happen because I honestly feel like our parents don't even acknowledge how they are because they weren't born in our generation, which is more expressive. Uh, we have more way, we, we were born into technology. They were born before technology. They created it, basically or their parents created or they're like, whatever, people are a little bit older than them created it. We were born into it. So, like, we are more expressive. We can know what somebody's feeling on the other side of the world. We, like, we was, it's really hard to explain. And I even see that with Gen Z, like, um, more British kids and American kids are, like, uh, talking to each other, sharing memes with each other, arguing this and that and the third. Like, you have, like, more connections across the world, more networking not just in your city and state. Like, growing up, um, when I was growing up, networking online with video games and stuff like that, or even, like, social media, it was in your city, state, and probably your country, uh, probably, like, your country, if you're, um, if you, like, traveled a lot, or if you, like, knew, like, a lot of people, you probably, like, expand out and go to other states and stuff like that. But now, like, Gen Z, they're knowing people from, the UK, they know people from Switzerland, Poland, uh, and it's so weird because it's like um, they're learning more than one language now. For like, like it's not even like in school. It's just that like, hey, yeah, my friend way over here, he barely knows English. I barely know the, his language, so we're gonna like meet halfway, and so it's like we fill in the gaps and we help each other. Like it, it's really hard to explain, and it's just that that foundational understanding of each other and where we are and stuff like that is what's helping us move forward. Now, the reason I bring this up is because 
um, the storming at the Capitol building, what I did notice was that there was a lot, uh, and my mom noticed too, and she's a Christian, non-denominant. She noticed that there was a lot of preachers and pastors the night before preaching and saying that oh, God wants us to do this and like praying that God protects them. And if it's God's will, it's going to happen. And she was in agreement. Uh, poor soul. Like, I feel like she just jumps on any bandwagon and whatever sounds religiously good, she's for it without questioning it at all. Sometimes she'll question it if she's like a little bit upset, but other than that, she doesn't. And she was like, oh, yeah, these are Christian people, blah, 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 blah. And then when they started attacking the Capitol, I get home and she's like, hey, they're attacking the Capitol. And I was like, oh, who? And she's like, oh, the people that was at the thing the other day. And I was like, oh, those are Christian people. And then she got upset and she was like, no, they're not. They're not Christian people. Christians don't do that. And I was just amazed because I'm like thinking in my head, what about the Crusades? I was just amazed. I was thinking in my head, I was like, what about the Crusades? What about this? What about that? Like, what about, um, like, America is Christian and we've bombed, we attacked Iraq because we blamed Iraq for 9-11. Um, in the Bible, they tell you, in the Bible, I forget who it was, but it was, whenever they, like, whenever God tells them to, like, go to war or whenever God tells them to do something, they slaughter everything. And then they go back and they circumcise them. Like, and then they burn the land. They take nothing. Man, woman, child, they burn the land, kill the animals, and burn everything. They take nothing. And then she got and got quiet. And then she was like, well, I don't believe that those are real Christians. And then I was like, well, you can't say that they're real Christians or not because you don't know if they are or not because you don't know that person. Like, you can't control their emotions. You can't control anything. That's their own person's decision. And she was like, okay. And then I was like, just like, I can't, like, make you see that those are real Christians or not. And I can't, like, tell you that you're wrong for saying that they're not real Christians or not. You can't say that they're not real Christians or not. And so we kind of just, like, agreed to our own theories, I hope. I agree to mine that, like, I can't, like, be so forceful with it because, like, it's hypocritical for me to tell her one thing. And I'm doing the exact same thing that I'm telling her not to do. Um... My no, kind of just shook her a little bit. She was just like, yeah, Christians don't do this. And it just makes me wonder, like, growing up in a church, did our parents teach them the good and the bad? Like, I know Christianity was used against slaves back then and telling them that, like, hey, yeah, God wants you to do this. God wants you to be a slave. This is right. This is in the Bible. Like, back then, a lot of people couldn't read either, so they would go off of whatever the pastor said. But... They were just like, this is right. This is what God wants. This is, like, you, you're, like, I, I, I just really can't, like, that's one other reason why I stopped going to, like, Christian churches or whatever or following Christianity is because it was used uh, as a tool to keep people mentally enslaved. Um, oh, wow, it's 1250. Well, I got to go, but it was really interesting I didn't think I would get into all of this in this one sitting. And I wonder what my friend has to say when I send this over. I'm really looking forward to replying to it. But until next time. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Um, today I wanted to just talk about manifestation and a little bit of epigenetics and probably like a dash of just life. So... I'm on my way to work, so I won't be able to talk for long. But 
on the way there. So, like, people say manifestation is basically just you manifesting, or when people have that idea that it's, like, one person with a bunch of quartz crystals, probably some sage, some sandalwood, probably taking a cleansing bath under a full moon, or something like that. People think manifestation works like that. But I need to tell you that it works like that. It could work like that, yes, but then it also comes in forms of different religions. So, basically, and you don't even have to be religious. You can just be like anything. It's just the will. Just think about it as like another word for will. Like, where's your willpower? So, manifestation, basically, could be something as simple as um, you growing up in a house and your parents are like, you look stupid when you do that. Or um, you look crazy when you do that. Like, they don't know it, but they're indirectly manifesting you to become stupid or crazy. And, like, that sounds really far-fetched and reached, I know. But if you look at it, it's little things that matter. So, 9 times out of 10, growing up, our parents, whenever they got upset, they thought it was their right to hit us. Or they thought it was their right to, like, verbally abuse or do some, associate something with not doing something. Almost like the Joseph Lingdell thing, where he rang a bell and a dog to think. Anyways, small things like your parents, your parents come home from work and you had a bad day at school or something or you had a bad report. So instead of sitting you down and like talking to you or even like raising a little voice a little bit, they would associate their household chores with chastising you, which would be something as simple as, uh, let's say your mom or dad's cooking and they're telling they're mad at you and they're physically like they're verbally like yelling at you and everything but they're physically slamming cabinet doors while they're cooking or they physically fold the laundry really really strong in your direction um it's just like little tiny body cues that you subconsciously pick up on while you're younger and whenever you see somebody in the future do something as simple as accidentally slamming a cabinet door you will think they're upset or you will think they're bothered by something and then you would probably be like, hey, what's wrong? But there's absolutely nothing wrong, just either they accidentally closed the cabinet door too hard, or they wasn't aware that they were using other strength. And then that can lead to other things, which in return can drive your relationships, not always intimate, definitely would be friendship, work, it would drive your relationship crazy. Or people would think you are overreacting or being stupid because you have these extreme feelings of such small things. Okay. Manifestation can also work in a way where this is why people say, hey, never tell nobody what you're doing until it's done. I believe that you shouldn't tell nobody what you're doing in general. Like, if you're going to do something, just do it and if you're going to do something, just do it, and then not just be about it, because even after you got that thing done, it can still be uprooted, and people can still wish bad intent on the thing that you did, and it can turn sour or sour real bad, and you don't want that to happen. So when it comes to, like, that kind of manifestation, it can be as something simple as somebody saying, hey, uh, it could be a friend, it could be a parent, it could be anything, but it could be like, hey, yeah. I'm just going to use this one as an example so it just recently happened. 
brother had a wedding. Mom was excited. She was like, oh, yeah, I wish marriage on, like, all my kids. I want all my kids to be married, find somebody, have a nice, happy life, blah, 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 blah. My sister and I was like, yeah, like, we don't see ourselves getting married in the future, but, like, thanks or whatever. And she's like, no, you're going to get married, blah, blah, blah. I don't care if I'm going to pray it up. I don't care. I'm going to pray on it. You guys are going to get married. You guys are going to have a good life. She has, She's really, like, conservative and older, so she really associates, like, that's the, like, American or that's the way to live is to get married, settle down, have kids, blah, 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 blah. But that's not always the case for everybody. Anyways, ever since that day, which was my brother had his wedding on Saturday, today's Monday, I've been getting text messages or, like, Instagram or Snapchat or whatever messages from my exes. And I'm just like, okay, what the fuck? But it's just small stuff like that. Small manifestations like that is what you got to be careful of because, like, somebody else's will and intent is complete, could be stronger than yours. Because you got to remember, they grew up in a time where they didn't have technology, and their most, like, best thing you can have when you're about is, oh, I'm a Christian, or oh, I'm a choir girl, or oh, I'm a choir boy, or oh, my dad's a pastor. Like, religious stuff is the best thing you can have me about because I can help you. It's like a credit score back then, basically. It can help you get a job. It can help you get into government. It can help you get into whatever if you say, hey, I'm a Christian. So, that being said, that's the lifestyle. That's all they know. She constantly says that that's all she knows. She's not making a straight from it. She doesn't care who. She's not going to let nobody think of the hell. So, then it just made me realize that, like, yeah, like, manifestation works on willpower, basically. And her willpower is to serve her God. So if she feels like her her willpower is super, super, super strong, and, like, she knows it's strong, but I doubt she knows how strong it is. And I doubt she doesn't realize she can't say or do certain stuff to people because then it can actually happen. Because especially people in our generation who have technology, who've actually looked at religion for themselves and decided, hey, yeah, this is not for us. Like, in no way I'm not denouncing religion or anything. In no way I'm not denouncing religion or anything. But all I'm saying is people in our generation, all I'm saying is people in our generation have religion, yes, but it's not as strong. We're not as embedded and not as into it as our grandparents and our parents' generation. And that's because we have, like, multiple different sources. We have multiple outlets. We have multiple theories of been debunked. We have multiple. Things. Like, we all know now that Jesus is not some painting of this French or Spaniard guy back then. And he's actually, like, bronze skin. He has wool hair. Blase, blase, blase from Africa, basically. Like, there's so many stuff that's been debunked. And then we, actually, we also know now that Christianity was rooted into um, slavery. Like, it was used, like, there's, like, literal scriptures in the Bible that's, like, Slaves honor your master, and there's also literal things in the Bible, scriptures in the Bible that says like masters be good to your slaves. For when you go to heaven, you'll have a master to serve. And you can want basically treat people how you want to be treated. Basically, that's basically what it's saying. But the slave owners, and it's basically saying that hey, because we stole a covenant, because like when I say we, I mean like people of color, like people that's been through slavery, including the Egyptians, yeah, you know, all those people. Um, because they stole the Ark of the Covenant, their punishment is that them and their offspring are going to become slaves. 
and it's just small stuff like that. But anyways, to get back on topic, I don't think I'll be able to touch up United because I might be calling up to my job right now. But I'll probably take a touch up Beach United in a different one. And I gotta wrap this one up. I might make a part two to this because I really want to get into this. But to get in back on topic, manifestation and their generation is on a whole new different level because they actually like literally without a single doubt in their bone believe that God's real. And like or their God's real and that whatever they want from him they will get. No questions asked, all they gotta do is go and ask for it. And then our Bible also says when two or more are gathered and like or three or more are gathered and speaking in his name, he's in the presence, he's in the midst. That Bible is literally saying inside the scriptures itself that, hey, manifestation is real. And when three of you are all agreeing and touching and agreeing and calling on me, I'm in the midst of you guys. And I'm there answering you guys' wishes, basically. And when I saw that, I was like, whoa, hold on one second. Morning. So when I saw that, I was like, whoa, like, I completely forgot that this was there, blase, blase, blase. So the Bible literally states that, like, manifestation is real, and he will answer your questions. Like, he literally, like, it literally says in there. So, and then they know that it's there, too, because she's always saying it. She's always like, hey, yeah, this is why I have my prayer groups. This is why I do this. This is why I do that. And if you look at it, paganism, they always have to have, like, uh, they're like, oh, rituals are stronger when you're with your family, when, when you're with other people, basically, who are all on the same page. And then the Slender Man studies, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, I have to read into it. I forget the name of it, but it's basically, it's not manifestation, but it basically describes manifestation. It's a scientific word. It's like if enough people believe in an entity, then the entity becomes real. Then the CIA released documents back in 2019 about manifestation saying it was real. Now, I don't really like going on to the CIA stuff just because it's like, okay, big whoop, like one person said that the thing's real. Um, I like to personally speak from experience and stuff like that. But just knowing that um, they're that powerful and knowing what they can do, they got to be careful with that because it's like they can pray or wish one thing for somebody and somebody wouldn't want that. Like you cannot have anybody pray for you because you got to be very careful what you want. And I say that because my mom's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pray that you get uh, married or whatever. She knows that I'm not into females. So she's like, okay, I'm going to pray that you get married or whatever. And then I have all of my exes who are men hitting me up. So that's why I'm like, okay, you're not being specific. You gotta like, you, when I say you gotta be specific and you gotta be careful what you pray for. This is a prime example. Um, let's see, that's really about it. Like that's really how that's able manifestation. And it's just that I feel like our parents' generation are more um, stronger and spiritually powerful than our current generation, and that's just because they had, they grew up with everybody on the same page, they grew up in groups and cliques, when three or more are gathered, speaking his name, he's there, they grew up uh, with religion, they didn't grow up with, like, different texts or social media getting in the way of their, like, uh, spiritual growth, and they were actually able to walk with one entity, according to them, and even if it's, like, not real and stuff, 
the fact that there's a lot of people thinking or praying to the same entity, that gives it strength. That gives it power, basically. Regardless of, like, it's really hard to explain, and I have to go, but it's really hard to explain, but I'll get into it next time. But regardless of if the entity is actually real, it's just basically the placebo effect, and it's also, like, it's really hard to explain. Like, there's scientific evidence to back this up. How it's like, uh, for example, you have, you guys know what phantom pain is, and like people that have amputees, a lot of them get phantom pain. And it's not even like, a, oh my God, I feel like my leg's getting shot. It could be something as simple as an itch, or it could be something as simple as like they lost their hand and they go to shake somebody else's hand, or they lost their hands and then they like feel like uh, they have a hangnail, or they lost their leg. And whenever they walk, they can still feel their uh, knees pop or they can still feel their toes crack or whatever, just small stuff like that. And it's like their foot's not there, but because they had it for so long and it was removed and it was like embedded inside of their like genetics and DNA and like how to work it and everything like that. And now it's gone. They now have phantom pains, which means that they can feel it even though it's not there. I'm going to get into that on the next tape. With that, I have to go. Thank you guys for tuning in. Stay vibing at your own frequencies.